Hello and welcome to No Two Gays About It. I'm Tom Burke. And I'm Michael Foley. And we are just a couple of old gay guys who are here to talk about whatever interests us in today's news, politics, pop culture, LGBTQ happenings. And we're going to do it through the lens of the over 50 male gay perspective. That we are. And today, Tom, we are going to be talking about the HBO show, The Last of Us. Okay. Um, and we're also going to be delving into pop culture. That's your arena. And um, definitely yeah. have a few things on pop culture going with the Grammys. I don't know if you watched oh, it, but we'll talk I about that later. I did not. And then, of course, we're going to do my absolute favorite segment of our show, which is the Savage Side Eye. Where and we get to talk about anything that is stuck in our craw. And there happens to be a lot of it today. Fantastic. Well... This is our second show. Very exciting to start our second show. However, we started it off with a little controversy, a little something happening. I got this call about a half hour ago from our producer, Jessica, this absolutely fabulously lovely woman, 30-ish, and she was extremely angry. And why was that, Michael? Um, Well... Jessica happens to be straight, so let's get that out of the way, because that's a very important sidebar to this story, because we posted some videos on YouTube. We have a YouTube channel as well, Um, and YouTube shut us down because of our content, which basically means that some troll out there complained that there's a gay podcast, and YouTube shut us down without any any recourse at this particular moment. So we're dark on YouTube. You know, it was pretty funny to me was the anger in Jessica's voice. And I was just like, "Uh uh-huh. Like, yeah. Welcome welcome. to to our world. Um, And as you know, I run a Facebook page and it gets, it's very heavily trafficked. I get like a million people a month coming to the page and I've been shut down. I can't even count anymore how many times on Facebook because of that exact reason. Somebody comes because they don't like the content. There's nothing off color or untoward about the page. It's about LGBTQ politics um, with some humor injected. But again, you have no recourse, and these people are attempting to silence us. And it was so, I don't want to, yes, it was actually so great to experience Jessica's anger about this. Well, let's uh, bring Jessica in on this. Jessica, you're out there, right? You can hear us. Hi, hi. First time caller, long time <laughs> listener. <laughs> Hello, Jessica. So, hi, well, Jessica. did you mention that I'm also your producer? Well, you yes. know, I said you oh, are yeah. a producer. Oh, did yes. you say that? Okay. Yeah. Right. You're, not just, uh, you're not just this random straight woman we just happened to grab off the street. Well, and it's really funny that you say straight too, Michael, because um, I have a friend who's bi, and every now and then she goes, Jessica, you're queer. <laughs> I'm like, um, like here's the thing. I would definitely kiss a girl. I'm like a I'm like a boob lesbian. I just want to touch the boobs, but I don't want to see what's below. But I didn't let's just put it this way. I've never had to receive discrimination for wanting to kiss a girl. Except right. for when I was in high school, someone thought I was a lesbian and then made fun of me. And then that was really hard. Um, and I wasn't even a lesbian. You know what I mean? Like, it was just like a, a thing to be called. I, I don't know if I'm explaining myself well. Yes, you're right to say I'm straight because that's how I face the world. So, Jessica, explain to us what happened. Oh, because you were God. the one who, you know, you're our producer. You put these clips up on YouTube and you're the one who found out about this. So what actually happened? 
Well, so to um, exactly Michael's credit, he is running the Facebook. Um, he he's helping me a lot on the input of like what how we want to have a social media presence. And um, for me, the one thing I'm able to do is get, find our funny moments and put those in one minute YouTube shorts. Because if you know a little bit about social media, right now that's a really smart place to put your content. Um, I'm not a huge personal fan of TikTok, though it is a smart place to also, you know, proliferate your stuff. But YouTube's answer to TikTok is shorts. So I've <laughs> reminding people, this is the second episode. We only have one not public episode of the podcast up. And so if you're a Patreon member, you get access to your pretty punums, and otherwise you don't. But if you're not a, po- a Patreon member, you can get these clips. And so I'm really good at hashtags and like titles. And so you guys have this really riveting conversation about um, the, the misinformation when it comes to what people think grooming is and how people think of um, drag brunches as dangerous to children. And Tom, you shared a very poignant, I thought, story about how well, if that's grooming, then what did my mom do to me when I was nine to bring me to one of those nightclubs with the showgirls, essentially? Right. Um, within an hour of posting that clip that was amazing, riveting, and funny, um, we had like three comments on it with people using puking emojis. <laughs> <laughs> and then we actually had like this lovely commenter who um, was, was what came to bat for us. Uh, what was his name? Um, he's Clark Potter on YouTube. So thank you for that, Clark Potter. He's like, hey, well, why is this on your feed? Like, you can tell us what what it is. Like, he handled it with a lot of Yeah, I agree. I thought that was great. So again, Yeah, I have those folks on on Facebook who will come to bat for you quicker than actually you respond, which always just um, amazes me and warms my heart. I'm telling you, I posted this at midnight two nights ago. Midnight! And within within an hour, there was 1,800 likes. Or, uh, not likes, views. Which is, again, why you focus on YouTube Shorts right now, because it's pushing it on its platform. Okay, anyway, long so story what happened? Short, yeah. Long story what happened? short, I wake up this morning wanting to see if we have another thousand views or whatever, because I'm, I'm your producer. Right. The account is fucking gone. Mm. The account is, I was like, well, why? that's so weird. I can't access it from my personal YouTube. So I went to go to your YouTube because I have access to the website or, you know, the email. And it says it's been taken down. Now, here's the thing that's really interesting. Now, immediately, you guys, I know that this is a hate attack. Immediately. I'm not, I'm, I am I know that this was happening on Twitch a lot. Um, there was, so Twitch is, if you're not familiar with it, and I say this mostly for the audience, it's a place um, where you can have your own live stream channel. And they were having hate raids. So if you were, uh, if you had LGBTQ on your uh, findable things, or if you were a person of color, you were getting hate raids, and Twitch didn't know how to handle it. So it was on my radar that these kind of things and mass attack happen. However, the reason you guys were shut down, what our policy says, this is the guideline that you violated, spams, scams, or commercially deceptive content. Not even inappropriate or like, so someone, so here's the thing. Uh, I've also been harassed on the internet as well. And the advice I've received in order to get someone to stop doing that or deplatform them is you can't have one person complain you have to have 75 can people complain at one time and then all of a sudden twitter goes oh well this is probably bad so somewhere on the internet quietly someone said this is the account the account we're attacking today 
and that's exactly that's exactly how it works. Yeah. Um, and and I'm so it's, fucking it's easy, mad, you guys. But it's it's easier to shut down someone for spam because then YouTube doesn't have to do their own homework. They just lock you down immediately, and then you have the right to you know sort of go to an appeals and and take care of it because Facebook runs the same way. Because if you say offensive content, that's subjective. So it's easier to get somebody shut down for spam. Um, but which tell, is me why that, this, tell me where the spam is in two there, clips okay, that are the, normal. Jessica, here's the reality. Welcome to the LGBTQ plus and any other minority community who has been dealing with this our entire lives that there is no sense to it, Jessica, and you're attempting to find some. Oh, I don't is, know that I am. I, I understand that this is a... a just hate. I do understand yeah. it. So, I, so I think I'm to, just listen. so mad that they couldn't even like use common sense and go, well, that's interesting. Gays are in the con, like in but the title. No, here's what you have to remember. There's an algorithm that's deciding this beforehand. Before you go to the appeals, it's an algorithm. So let basically- I do, a bot, I do understand that. Okay. Actually. Basically a bot shut us down, right? right. So now- you're going to appeal and more than likely we'll be we back did. on YouTube. We did. We already did. We are, okay. go we are going for it. Okay. So, <laughs> but, but, but again, your anger is something we've been dealing with our whole life. And I'm going to tell you what you can do with that anger. Turn it around and realize that you, you made an impact. Those videos pissed somebody off enough and brought out the hate in them which honestly, to me, that says we're on the right track. I, I do see that. And honestly, they actually did us a favor because boy, am I going to just go for it. I think, Good. you know you know what I mean? Like, but I also, just to be fair, and I think I think you're right to point this out, Tom and Michael, that like, uh, it's kind of refreshing and funny and sad that I have to experience this anger for the first time because this is something you constantly live with. Yeah. And, and I'm not saying I'm some sheltered person and unaware of that this is the experience but i even as I, we've been working on this project together personally to myself i've been thinking like wow i i just hate that just by existing they are persecuted just they have to constantly assert their right to be alive and, and the, the here, more we the more we speak out the quieter their voice becomes and that's why we can never stop talking well I mean, I do think their voice is getting louder, but the but the group is smaller. Oh, Jessica, no. the no. the voice no. has been as loud since yeah. I was in fourth grade. Yeah, yeah. and that, the thing is, that's really, really great about this podcast that the three of us have developed, and we're we're out there putting it out there. It's for those gay males over the age of fifty to have their voices heard, and. Michael and I have been dealing with this since we were children. The younger gay people are not as used to this as we are because of the so? work no. the work that we put out there. What we did so that they can live their lives, so that they can walk down the street holding hands. I could never have done that when I yes. was younger. I, so, I actually did, and my opinion was, this, this was my take. Fuck you, and if you have something to say, I'm telling you, you may beat the shit out of me, but you're not going to walk away unharmed either. Right. I, uh, right. I, I right. get that. But yeah. I'm just saying that the younger gays of today, their world is so much more open and they don't have to hear these voices that we've been hearing our entire lives. They don't have to go to battle as much as we battled 
all the way to where we are today, which is why No Two Gays About It is a perfect podcast to get the voice of the mature, over 50-year-old gay male voice to join the conversation. Because there are other men out there who are listening today who have been through this crap over and over and over and over. And that's why when you called me, Jessica, I was like, Okay, yeah, so what? I wanted you guys to be so mad with me. <laughs> but, but again, your, but your, I understand your anger not. Your anger is actually a really good thing because you experienced yeah. something that we've lived with our entire lives and you've seen something from a perspective you didn't have before. And that's what this show is about as well. Maybe just opening your mind a tiny bit and seeing something from a different point of view. That's, that's what we're about. I think... Thank- I think it's all fantastic. I think we are going to fight this as we have fought for our entire lives. In a a cool way. Well, it's It's kind of exciting, but you know, it's also part of life. So we have to like move on. You know, we have to accept what's happening, fight it, but we still have to move on with our lives, and we have to move on with this podcast because this is, you know, for all those men out there who and women who have dealt with this their whole lives. It's like, yeah. So what, guys? Yeah. Come on. And again, so, I just want to one one quick thing. It's yeah. not ex- it's not exciting. It's actually disgusting. Well, that somebody that somebody could be so miserable and unhappy absolutely. in their own life yeah. that they have to target other people. And That's, I don't mean to yeah. say suggest that this is a wonderful thing. I yeah. just mean that like I'm invigorated and I can't wait to fuck. I want to Good. punch someone in the right. face. Good. And, Good. and and we appreciate Good. that. And it's it's like we knew you were on our side, to, right. you know, forever. But you are even more of an ally now because you've witnessed what actually is happening in our everyday lives. So welcome to the table, Jessica. Yeah. Thank you table. so much. Michael, and- please, we need to burn a fire down on your Facebook. And I'm really excited. Oh, I plan on it. <laughs> okay, great. Um, All right. All right. Thanks, I love Jess. doing this. Thanks I love for doing sharing this it. with you guys. And I'm Thank sorry. You. And I'm so no uh, need to be sorry. No, it's don't just, be sorry. We're yeah. happy. We're happy you got a different perspective of our right. lives. Right. Uh, me living yeah. under a rock. Um, enjoy yeah. your podcast, guys. <laughs> Thank you. Awesome. All right, Michael. So okay. Let's... And here's the great news, Tom. This yeah. dovetails perfectly into what I wanted to talk about politically. That there is okay. this action that the radical right takes that. Like they'll go to IMDb and they'll they they call it review bombing okay. a television show because something LGBTQ happened. And I I don't know if you've watched it yet. I know I recommended it to you, but the the HBO show, um, The Last of Us, right, did something. Uh, I'm gonna get emotional. Um <laughs> sorry. Um on its third episode. Yeah. That that gutted me and it did it in a really good way i have never seen an hour and 15 minutes of television like that in my lifetime where we were normalized it was everything we would want the haters and the straight world to know about us that we love just like they do. Right. That Nick Offerman and Murray Bartlett just, I, I don't have enough words to express 
the beauty that they put on the screen. Um, and I really hope that everybody out there takes the time to watch the, this show and especially the third episode, because it's sort of a standalone. A friend of mine said, this could have been a movie of the week. And wow. my response was, it couldn't have been because the brilliance of what the show did and what HBO did is that they got viewers engaged and invested in the first two episodes of the show because the ratings were off the charts. Wow. People loved it. And then they did this third episode and this massive backlash came for absolutely no reason than, other than showing two men loving each other. That was it. And review bombing is when these radical right go to a particular page, like let's say IMDb. Okay. And they'll do what they did to our YouTube channel. They, they get a group of people to go and, and, and bring down the rating of the show. So the show went from almost a nine, a solid nine for the first two episodes. And they brought it down to like a two. Wow. By blasting it with bad reviews. Wow. All because it showed two men loving each other. Yeah. Wow. And that I is... really, I want you and your husband to sit down and watch the show because I, again, I can't imagine it is not going to gut you in such a, a beautiful way. Okay. Well, well, here's the thing though. It's, it's about like zombies and stuff, right? No. Um, that's why I said this episode was very standalone. Sh the show, the show is uh, sort of post-apocalyptic, but it's, it's a, it's a new take on the, the zombie genre because it's okay. not about... Well, I don't want to tell you what the storyline is, but it's it's a very sci-fi horror sort of related show. And to have, I think that's why this episode was so impactful because I love horror and I love that genre. And to have this episode all of a sudden show up in the middle of it with, uh, I, again, I don't, I don't have enough words in my vocabulary to express what it made me feel on so many different levels. Okay. I just sat in awe. So, which is awesome. And I'm glad you had that experience. But now this is happening, and obviously not just to this one program. It will continue to happen. Absolutely. I don't know what to ask. Like, how is that okay? How are they letting that happen? You know, is there anything that can be done about that? Yeah, call calling the motherfuckers out, which is exactly what happened. Because yeah, but do we know who these people are? It, it doesn't matter because nowadays with the internet, you know, people get to be faceless bullies now. Right. They don't, yeah. they don't have to go out on a street corner and call you a faggot anymore. They could do that from the comfort of their own home in front of their computer. And that's what makes it even more insidious and disgusting in some ways, because again, these people must lead miserable, lonely lives if something right. like that bothers them. I totally understand that. But how do you call out these people that are faceless, that are sitting on their Barca loungers, you know, drinking beer and eating Cheetos while they're watching TV and saying how bad gay people are? How do so you do that? I, I don't think you call out the person specifically unless, right? you know, unless they have unless they're willing to put their face forward. Right, which is, but they're not. Happen. So, no. so how so what, do we what happens this? is through this past week, there has been so much press about this particular action that it, it backfires because it just brought so much more attention to this show than it would okay. have gotten. So that's the awesome thing. And that's what I was talking to Jessica about. We got to keep our voices heard and continue to shout 
back. Because if we don't, then they shut it down. But HBO is experiencing now this explosion of people who now wanted to watch the show who otherwise wouldn't have. I have a friend right. who does not enjoy horror at all. He sat down and watched all three episodes. And after the third episode, he called me and was like, I just can't. That was, I've never seen anything like that in my life. And awesome. again, I, it's, yeah. So that's, that's, that's the key. We continue to shut them down. But I'm still not sure how you shut these people down. If this is going to continue, how do you shut these faceless, nameless people down? By embarrassing them, by making but them... If, but because, how? how? Do you, if uh, they're not there, they're not in front of us. So how right, can but you... again, it's the action more than it is the actual person. So no, I get that. Remember, how remember, do you shut down the action? Remember life before the orange turd took over? Um, yes. yes. So there was a point where being a racist was something to be ashamed of. Sure. And that motherfucker gave him voice again. Right. And that's why we're experiencing this all of a sudden, this sort of slingshot action that is literally taking us back decades in regard to these. And it's such a small portion of the, well, it's not that small. This it's is probably... Jessica again. Um, yeah. He, when he shared a video, he basically is talking about genociding the entire trans community right yeah. now. That's the platform yeah. uh -huh. he's running on. Yep. So it's right. pretty horrifying. Sorry. Bye-bye. Bye. Um, yeah. yeah. And that's what I'm talking about. He gave, he gave these people. Right. He gave them voice. license to be these horrible people. Absolutely. Which and what, what we still, have to do is push yeah. them back into the closet because fuck you people, we're not going back in there. Right. I get that, Michael, but you, I need you to tell me, how do we do this? Or, you know, maybe that's the conversation that we have to put out there to all of our listeners. You tell us how you people are combating, how you people are fighting back to these faceless people uh, or these organizations. You know, send us an email. What's our email address, Michael? Um, sorry, no two gays about it at gmail.com. And that's the number two. So it's no, the number two gays about it.com. And Tom, so yeah, what we're doing is battling that right now because you never heard of review bombing, right? No, I I'm, not. I'm, I'm assuming some of our listeners may not have heard about it either. So now what I hope you're going to do is go to HBO and turn the show on because right. that, sh that in itself is an action that takes action against theirs. Right. I get that. But I still want everyone out there to write to us, go, go on our Instagram page, which is no two gays about it. That's no two, the number two gays about it. And tell us, what are you doing out there? Or what other things should we be looking at? Or how else could we be combating this, this uh, hate that is out there? All right. And I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to get more, a little bit more political. Um, okay. If they want to go to a school board meeting, even if you don't have children, because they're deciding what kids are reading and they're taking LGBTQ literature out of schools along with black history. Right. They're, they're, uh, I, I mean, that's, that's, that's a baseline. Go to, go to a school board meeting or a city council meeting and be willing, like Jessica, who experienced this for the first time in her life um, and got angry, be willing to get angry. It's okay. And be willing to stand up for somebody else because Trust me when I tell you, there's going to be a day you're going to need that person to stand up for you. Oh, of course. It, it's yeah. just the way it's just the way life works. So there's tons of stuff people could do, not just you know turn on a t television channel, but get involved locally politically. Is 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 my biggest suggestion to anybody who is angry. 
Okay. Right, write Fant- your Congress people. Write your Congress people. You know. Fantastic. Great. So. All right. Now we need to take. Yes. Let's get. Light. We need a little breath, breath here. Right. <laughs> uh, it's getting too much. Um, anything else politically or in the news that you want to talk about today? No, I've hijacked enough of this. So I'm going <laughs> to. I'm going to let you. Let's go to the Grammys since I didn't watch it. Well, actually, it's not so much about the Grammys. It's just the Grammys have started me thinking. I didn't watch it either. I like the good gay male that I am. I just wait till the next day to see what everyone was wearing. Um, <laughs> it's true. I at um, least watch. I at least watch some of the acceptance speeches. I didn't care what anybody was wearing. Well, come on. If you're going to watch the acceptance speech, you're going to judge exactly what they're wearing. But this isn't about what they were wearing. Um, I have two things that I want to talk about with the Grammys. First of all, the best song of the year was. Uh, won by Bonnie Raitt, and those of us are, you know, of a certain age. We all know exactly who she is. The day after I saw Trending on Twitter, 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 (laughs) who is this unknown singer? What? (laughs) Like, this is Bonnie Raitt. I mean, this is an amazing person who's been around for a very long time, and that's kind of my issue with these younger and younger people who are on their phones and computers constantly, you're one click away from finding out who this person is. I was is. just going to say, the time it took them to write, who is right? this person? They could have Googled Bonnie Raitt and seen who she was. And then been impressed and then yep. known that every other younger woman after her has built on the foundation that she has built for them. That just blew my mind away. Yeah. But the main thing I want to talk about the Grammys, and I feel bad about this in a way, um, because I'm about to talk about a huge gay icon, Madonna. Did you see Madonna? I'm not answering this question on the grounds. I'm going to say something that homosexuals will take offense to. Right. And here's the thing. I had the fortune of working with Madonna twice on one of her videos and in a film that she was in. I got to hang with her a lot. Um, My friend, when I first moved to New York, was a coat check girl at the Russian Tea Room with Madonna. Mm -hmm. Um, So I knew her even before she was anybody. Uh, And then, you know, in my New York A-list life, I I hung with her a, a number of times. Madonna is Madonna. I mean, come on. This woman, talk about building a foundation for the women who follow you. Taylor Swift and Adele and Beyonce could not be who they are without Madonna and what she did out there. I am not a humongous music fan. I, you know, Madonna's great. But what she did was amazing. The woman is, I wrote this stuff down too, just so I knew. This woman is worth $850 million. She is still the highest grossing female touring um, musical artist. Unbelievable stuff this woman has done. However, what is she doing to her face? You know, it's not... Because I, I did see her, um, and all I felt, and I, 
This was a woman who, again, I'm not a Madonna fan. She was never my wheelhouse, but I always respected what she did. Of course, right? And she was a woman who owned herself and her womanhood. Exactly. And I feel like she fell into that trap of, oh, I have to look younger. I saw her on the Graham Norton show wearing a grill. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's... It's not appropriate for a white woman in her 60s to be wearing a grill just to, so she could right. fit in. And that's, that's where I, 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 my mind changed a little because I'm like, stop trying to be Cardi B. Be you. Because who you thing. are was fucking amazing. And again, uh, I'm not a amazing. fan. I'm not a fan. I, I, I respect, I have the utmost respect for her right. as an artist. But her music is just... I, I like some of it, but I wouldn't go out of my way to buy a Madonna record. It's the fact that we have to respect her for being who she was. She was a big fuck you to everybody Absolutely. who said no to her, who said, you can't do this. You can't sing well. You can't whatever. She kept breaking down those walls of no's. And that's what it just makes me a little sad that she's yeah. not embracing who she is now. She's freaking Madonna worth yeah. $850 million. Be you. Show the younger women that not only did you break through all these walls and build this foundation for them, but that you can just own everything about who she is today. Including your age. Exactly. Because actually on, the, on this episode of Graham Norton, Ian McKellen was on it. Yeah. And he kept mentioning how excited he was to be having his birthday coming up. It was his I want to say it was his 80th birthday coming up, but it was a it was a big one. I'm pretty sure it was 80. Right. And she kept saying, "Stop saying that." Like every time he said, "I'm going to be 80." She was like, "Stop saying that." And he's like, "Why? Why would I stop right. saying I'm 80? You know what it takes to get to be fucking 80? Right. And I'm going to be ashamed of it." And that's what it feels like she's ashamed of aging. And <sighs> granted, we don't know what goes on in her head, exactly. but from sitting back and and again, I'm not a Madonna fan, so I, 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 I'm looking at it from a different perspective, um, but embrace your age. Show young women it's okay to age without that's, Botox and filler. Right. That's my entire thing is she was so proud of who she was. And I, I, I totally get the whole aging thing and having a hard time, especially when your whole life was built on, you know, being this face in this body and letting go of that. But, oh my God, it just made me a little bit sad. And I know that there are so many rabid Madonna fans in the gay world out there, especially of our age group, because we were the age group of the Madonna fan. Absolutely. You know, again, I, I too was not the biggest Madonna fan out there, but I know we're going to hear from a lot of people, but it, it's not that we don't respect her or or everything that she's done is just making us a little bit sad as we're on our aging process. And I am doing. And what's, what's ironic that, is she, she always talked about not being a sellout. And from a perspective that I'm sitting at now, again, not a Madonna fan. I feel like she kind of is. I don't know if it's a sellout. It's just not being able to embrace and own who she is now. And who she is now is still the amazing person that she was before. So my whole thing about that was just seeing her made me a little bit sad that she she has the opportunity to put out into the world that 
acceptance of who you are, you know, which and she has done. aging is okay. Aging well, that's is the okay. Thing. She has put that out her entire, she has been the hugest ally to the LGBTQ community. She's been, you know, with people of um, minorities. I just want her to also put out there like, look, it's okay to be you. But now here's another thing because I'm going to keep ranting about this woman. I apologize. <laughs> but so she's having this big tour, her final tour, or maybe it's not her final, but you know, it's like the share thing that goes on forever. But, um, and also Beyonce is doing a tour and the, the ticket prices for, I, again, it's a little research there. Um, there are scalpers who are asking for $15,000 yeah. for a ticket, but just to go to a site, Vancouver, row 11, $4,000. Denver, oh row 11, $3,500. Chicago, row 11, $2,600. Montreal, not so much, but I think that might be in uh, Canadian dollars. The woman's worth $850 million. <laughs> Do yeah. you really have to charge? I, I get the whole money thing, but also if you think about it, like I said earlier, our age group is one of her biggest you know, fan bases. Also, when we were in the 80s at our age, she also had the huge fan base of young girls. So she's talking about these older gay guys who are now all on, you know, kind of restricting their income because most of them are like retiring. And those teenage girls are now like middle-aged ladies with kids in college do they all really have that much money to be spending to go see Madonna one last time? It just bothers me. Same thing with Beyonce, who's also a billionaire. Yeah. Do you need to? Do you really need to charge that much money? I mean, how much money do people need? I kind of feel the same way. I I I've had this bug up my ass uh, for a long time since Barbara, who I'm also not a huge fan of. I know. Take oh my, my gay God, card. You are take just... my gay card, please. But well, they're going to take our show away from us. Who cares my, about the my YouTube love, thing? My love for Barry Manilow eclipses uh. all of that. <laughs> so oh I'm bringing God. him into every show. I'm telling you right now. Somehow I'm working him in. But I thought that when Streisand toured, after all of these years, I'm like, really? $8,000 for a ticket? Right. And that's not even a scalper price. What are they thinking? But you know what's sad? They'll get it. They will, but you know, people so as are long going as they be... could get it, why you know they're not going to change anything. But it would be lovely because there are artists out there who, yeah, keep their ticket prices low, right? Specifically, so their real fans could come and see them, and I think that's awesome. And if your real fans are on a fixed income or they are putting their kids through college, come on, they bought all your albums in the eighties and nineties, and you know. Give them a little break. Yeah. Not that, Melissa, I'm not going to go to a concert, but uh, just Melissa, uh, Melissa Etheridge actually does that. She buys yeah. the first. She bought. She herself buys the first ten rows, and then keeps them for people who are in her fan club. Right. That's it. If you're if you're in Melissa Etheridge's fan club and you want a ticket, you're going to get a ticket in that first ten rows for the face value of the ticket. And I've I've seen Melissa probably eight nine times, and I've never paid more than 120 bucks for a ticket. Well, and that's go. that's somebody who's like she, she appreciates her audience, right? Not saying that these other artists don't appreciate their audiences. I I was just like I just don't know about these prices. But okay, enough ragging on these people. I I 
do want all of you listeners out there to know that we both really do respect Madonna and everything that she has brought to us over these years and just want her to continue that, you know, standing and and owning who she is because she's such an amazing woman um all right anything else that we should uh hit on today Uh, i I feel i feel like we've whined and bitched enough well (laughs) i I don't think i I don't think we no we still have the savage side yeah i don't think i've bitched (laughs) enough yet because we haven't gotten to my favorite (laughs) segment the savage side eye need a drum roll or something for that. <laughs> Can you work on that for us, Jessica? We need a drum roll. I don't think we need a drum roll. Um, so do you have something that you would like to shove into our Savage Side Eye segment? You know what? I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to balk at this one and I'm going to leave it on the people who are, their lives are so empty and miserable that they feel that they have to target anything LGBTQ and try to step on other people's happiness or at least attempt to live a loving life. That's, right. that's, that's where I'm going to leave that. Oh, and you, who, 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 uh, did you just say, Oh, I, I did say, I was like, Oh, that's, that's awesome. But also cheap way out because you I'm know what? Be... It wasn't cheap. Cause I do really, I, uh, as angry as I get and as upset as I get, sometimes I also realize that their lives have got to be, there's got to be in a huge amount of hurt and you wonder, you have to wonder what happened. Right. So I, I, I do try to have compassion as well. I think it's, it helps in understanding. Right. Um, I, I remember being a kid and uh, someone saying to me that hurt people hurt people. It's so true. And so when someone does hurt your feelings or does something against you, you have to take that moment and try to think like, okay, well, what's going on with them? Um, yeah. Even though you're hurt and you have to take that moment of feeling your own pain, but then step back and see, okay, well, what's going on with you? Yeah, because uh, that, that, that takes a lot of work. And I definitely want to touch on that in one of our next shows is that growing process and, you know, the 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 scars that our generation carries in our community, because we had to hide who we were for the first, you know, 20% of our, 20, 30% of our lives. Right. So yeah. there's, a, there's a lot of healing that, you know, needs to happen, not only on their end, but our end as well. I mean, it just, it's, it, it's a good road to wander down. Okay. I'll, I'd be more than happy to wander down that road with you one day. Because, awesome. yeah, you know I have some stories. So. But until then, it's time for my Savage Side Eye, which, okay, I'm a little nervous about this as well. Ooh. Um, Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. So, you know me, Michael. Yes. I'm a really nice person, basically. Um, <laughs> no, I am. I'm I, glad you, you, he, he, you really are. You, you, I am a nice person. You're one of I, the most giving... Loving people I've ever met. Right. I, and I, from, I was very fortunate. My parents taught me about philanthropy, about the importance of giving back from the time I was a kid. And I have always believed in that. I have had a very charmed life and I have always felt that I need to be doing something to give back or to help the community or to whatever. And I am woke a bit um 
I believe in, you know, there are a lot of hurtful words out there that we should not be saying, uh, mainly because, you know, you and I, as we talked in the very beginning, we have had these words slung at us since we were children. And so I know how devastating words can be and that it is important to be woke uh, to a point and use, um, use the right words for the right people. However, as a person of my age, I'm kind of thinking that there are a lot of people out there taking this wokeness really far. Um, and so I have this example to give to you. This is from a company who sent out this to all of their employees um, because they want to stop using violent language in the workplace. So, you know, I'm as I'm reading this article, I'm thinking like, okay, well, wow, violent, you know, is that like, I'm going to kill you or I could just whatever, you know. And then I see the list that they sent out to people. And I'm a little... Again, I'm a very woke, kind person, and I don't want this to sound bad, but this is these are just a few of the examples not to use in the workplace. Don't say, jump the gun. Say, did we start too soon? Because of the word gun. gun. Yeah. Uh, you can't say, what, when's the deadline? Because of the word dead, you have to use the word due date. Okay. Um, shoot me an email cannot be said because you use the word shoot. It's send me an email. Uh, I, that was overkill. You can't say overkill now. In, in, on, this, in all honesty, yeah, that, that is overkill. That yeah, list is right? overkill. Yeah. Uh, can't say that's a bad idea. You can only say that's a good idea. Or that idea needs some help. You, this is great. You can't say beat a dead horse. Oh, my God. Who really the, thinks that they're beating a dead horse? Seriously, because, and we know how, you know, sensitive dead horses are, that they're going to take major offense to that. Well, the whole horse community is going to be up in arms about this. You know, um, I, I, I'm going to address this because I think it's yes, important good. that the left... We have our extremists as well. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I think there's wrong on... I don't... That, that, that both sides, I think, have to sort of work toward the middle so we could start to have a conversation again. Um, yeah. And that, that list is a great example of maybe, like you said, there's a, a line where too woke is maybe... It's too just much. too much. And and so then I'm also reading, like, well, who came up with this? Who in this company? And I mean, no disrespect to people in their 30s. But this is that group of people who everyone got a trophy. Everyone was great. Everyone got a star. You know, yeah. we didn't grow honesty, up that way. No, and in all honesty, when you play a game... There's a winner and a loser. That's that's the way it's set up. Not everybody wins and not everybody should get a trophy because it sets you up for some major disappointment later in life. 
And it sets you up to become this person yeah. who's putting this out into a company saying, you can't say kill two birds with one stone because you're killing birds. You have is, to that say, is that really on the list? Yes. And instead of saying that, you have to say, that'll feed two birds with one scone. Oh, my oh God. My come God. on. Wow. You know, yeah. like, again, I know this is for someone my age because I didn't get a trophy for everything, even though I won every game I was ever in. But I, you know, I wasn't those one of that group of people that everything you did was great and everybody gets a, you know, I think... Maybe also because of the way, you know, when we were raised and we were hiding who we actually were and we were having things hurled at us, thoughts, words, that we became tougher, maybe. I I don't know what it is, but I just think you're right. Both sides have an extreme that we have to just kind of bring closer back to the center so that we can start having these conversations again. And, you know, someone someone of our generation very well may have written that. Who, no, they didn't. It was someone in their 30s. Oh, okay. So I take yeah. that back. But it's not like it couldn't happen. Because oh, we, no, definitely. Yeah. No, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, I think that's a knee-jerk reaction to the lives we lived is to all of a sudden tell everybody, that's wrong. You can't say that anymore. That's wrong. You can't say that anymore. Um, as opposed to, you know, they're killing two birds with one stone, really? You have to take that out. You have to take that out of our vernacular or... Right. I mean, that seems so... There are so many bigger issues that you really that's, could be confronting. That's the thing. Like, you're that's working the, in a, That's the a hill company. you want to die on. That's that's the hill you want to die on. There's no yeah. two birds with one stone, really. Well, it's definitely not the yeah. hill that I want to die on. Um, even though... I'm, gl- I'm really... I'm very happy you brought that because that's just jaw-dropping to me. And it was... I, I like to learn at least one new thing every day. And that one's pretty crazy well i and i like to think that we do need to start bringing more people to the center so that we can have conversations which again is what no two gays is all about uh to bring people to the conversation to bring our voice the over 50 gay male man's voice to the conversation to bring our years of experience to the the conversation and as I had mentioned earlier, we do want to hear from all of you people out there to let us know what you're talking about. What are the conversations you'd like us to have or what conversations would you like to have with us? And of course, how are you fighting this faceless person who is sending all this crap out there on the internet? Uh, you can find us on Instagram at no 2 It. You can email us at... Is it information at no two gays about it dot com? No. no. It's what no two gays about it at Gmail. No okay. two gays about it at Gmail dot com. Guys can't yeah. Also also we have a brand new Facebook page that's uh no two gays about it that uh, is also up and running. So you could drop by there if you have any comments about the shows you've listened to so far and, and give us some input. We'd love and, it. 
And something forget, I forgot to mention and give you the, the wording for is that we yeah. have a Patreon. And if people want to engage and watch our videos, that's the way to do it uh, right now. Thank you for that. Yes. Uh, so it's patreon.com forward slash no two gays about and could it. You do, could you do us a favor and tell uh, the folks a little bit more about that and uh, what oh, it yeah. entails? If you're, not a fa- if, uh, if you're not aware of what Patreon is, it's just a different way for you to interact with us. And that's probably the way you're going to uh, reach both Tom and Michael uh, most quickly. And that's where you can share your savage side eye if you have. Um, and at, 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 the, at the lowest price, you can get early access to our episode episodes if uh, before they go live on Friday if we're able to do that um, at the highest price you get to get shouted out at the end of this podcast every month that uh, you know for every week that you're a patron um, and there, you can also get exclusive access to their punums awesome so get in touch with us and uh, really do want to thank you all for joining us today thank you for putting up with us as we're fighting our fight against uh, YouTube and talking all about these Tell me what they're called again. Bombers? What are they? Review bombers. Review bombers. How we've got to combat those review bombers out there. Also want to send a big shout out to Madonna and say like we meant no harm um, at all. I loved working with you the few times I got to. Loved hanging out with you. But I just wish that you could embrace yourself because you are such an amazing woman. And don't be Uh, ashamed to say your age. You've earned it, baby. You've earned every year. (laughs) No kidding. All right. So again, thank you all for joining us at No Two Gays About It, where every voice, every opinion, and every age group matters. Until we meet again, get out there, join the conversation, and let your voice be heard. Thank Until you, Until then, Michael. Thank you so much. It's been thank fun you. again. And, and thank you, Jessica, for chiming in and getting so angry to help us fight our fight. Thanks, Jess. Thank you. Bye.